First Timothy chapter one, verses one and two. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the command of God, our savior and of Christ Jesus, our hope to Timothy, my true child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the father in Christ Jesus, our Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Tommy. Will, what a good time. Dude, another day, another book we will walk through an ODR. So exciting. We're walking through 1 Timothy, and you just read the first two verses, which is a little bit of a traditional Pauline greeting, mm-hmm. um, which is easy to just kind of read through and say, yeah. okay, if I'm familiar with Paul, I'll read through it. Now, what's he going to say to this yeah. to this church? But these greetings are really important, and yeah. this one's got a uniqueness because he's addressing Timothy, mm-hmm. but he's addressing him as my true child in the faith. Mm. It's like this very endearing moment yeah. where I kind of think of Paul as like this no time for play, like yeah. get it done, yeah. uh, you know, dry, yeah. dry up, get back to work. Mm-hmm. But this sheds a different light on Paul. Mm-hmm. What yep. do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's kind of like the lenses through which you view something, color, everything. So if you like look at the world, through like red lenses it's everything's gonna carry that tint that's right and yeah it sets this familial um close-knit um theme that is really really important in reading first timothy and i think as we see you know it's so easy to treat epistles in the new testament as sort of like theology theology handbooks yeah when really they they certainly contain theology but they also just contain, you know, models for Christian relationships and important information. And so, yeah, it's it's really going to help us understand who is Timothy, what is he up against, why is Paul writing to him? And yeah, you also get, you know, Paul, t- uh, he typically has this greeting of grace and peace. And here we have grace, mercy, and peace. That's right. And so you, you already have just in these um, tiny little... Uh, differences in the text from the other Pauline greetings, you have this sense of, of personal personal closeness, you know that yeah. that sets it apart. Yeah. So that idea that that mercy is in this one as well as grace, as well as peace, um, and you know, grace is the is the power of God. Um, Peace is what we need from the Lord, mm-hmm. um, you know, to to carry on in the midst of the storms. But this mercy is also mm. the idea that hey, this this Timothy, he's young, he doesn't know it all yet. He's going to need some extra help. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think if you go back to Acts sixteen, that gives us a little bit of insight. So Paul meets Timothy, and he meets him because he hears of the faith of his mother yeah. and his grandmother. Yeah. Then you read a little bit further, and you find out. Paul's actually like not fully Jewish. Mm-hmm. He's partially Greek, partially Jewish, which means um I say Paul, I meant Timothy. Yeah. Timothy, yeah, Timothy is actually yeah. uh is actually partially Greek and partially Jewish. Um Jewish from his mother and grandmother's side. Mm-hmm. And uh and so he would have been really an outcast most of his life. Yeah. Would have been very hard for him to fit into synagogue life, mm-hmm. um be incorporated uh, into the Jewish culture. And yet somehow by the grace of God, Timothy was a really strong believer. Yeah. Yeah. You, there's definitely, I think it's fair to assume, you know, Timothy is 
a vocational minister of the gospel and his father is probably not a believer and right. you know he he has the faith of his mother but it, it's fair to assume that there's some lack of like uh fought the support of his father and or right. you know just like that that fatherly discipleship role and and and, and to extend that probably a mm-hmm. lack of just other yeah. godly men in his life yeah because they would have said well by law we really shouldn't associate with this young man yeah yeah and so he really would have been in some ways probably a mama's boy and really needed some some mm-hmm. male leadership and influence and love in his life yeah and paul steps in yeah and and that's so important in viewing so why is paul writing to timothy as we like get ready to walk through this whole letter so paul he he actually had sent and commissioned timothy to go to to ephesus because basically the church there all these leaders had risen up in the church right. who had moved the central uh, foundation of the church away from the gospel. That's right. And they were really focused on debating the law and on genealogies, you know, these kind of classic uh, Hebrew Jewish religious matters. That's right. And so Timothy is, you know, he's probably um, in his late 20s or around 30. So he, he's a young guy. All these other teachers are probably around like 60 or whatever. And so that's a hard spot to be I, in. I like that you know his age. I like that. That's yeah, good. I did some I did some research on this. Um, I, yeah, I think I think that he is definitely this young man who really Paul understood adoption. He had been adopted mm-hmm. into the family of God yeah. through Christ. Yeah. And Paul in a sense extends that adoption to a spiritual son Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's going to send him to a tough church. There's yeah. tough men and tough women mm-hmm. uprising in this church. So the rest of the letter is going to be really instructions on mm-hmm. how to get this church in Ephesus back yeah. gospel centered. But he's saying, Hey, to my spiritual son, mm-hmm. may the grace, the mercy and the peace of Christ be with you as you're on this journey. And to me, the thing that really hits me as we're getting into this book is the idea of adoption in Christ. We're adopted into the family of God yeah, through the grace absolutely. of Christ. We see Paul has been adopted into the family as, as he was a murderer. Amen. And now we've got this, this fatherless boy who's adopted into the family through Christ. Yeah. And Paul yeah. adopts him into his own life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's so good. And I, I actually saw this tweet the other day that was uh, referencing first and second Timothy. And it, it was kind of directed towards young pastors who don't have like great mentors or whatever, because, you know, you just like find yourself in those seasons um, really no matter what you do. But the, this pastor was recommending like going to a coffee shop and just sitting down at the table opening. It might've been, it might've been Ray Wortland, but who's who I love, but he said to just open up this letter and read it mm-hmm. as though Paul himself were like sitting across from the table like speaking these words to you. And and I think that is a good word of like, you know, this is a letter of encouragement and instruction. And so as we read this, it's not something to approach with this cold surgical analysis mode, but to receive as heartfelt encouragement and heartfelt instruction. And, you know, we're going to see really encouraging words and also some challenging words. And it just is, 
all meant to encourage this young pastor in Ephesus and God has extended that to us to encourage us. That's right. So as we conclude today, may the greeting of Paul extend to all of you. May the grace, the mercy, and the peace Mm -hmm. from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord be on you as you're about his business. Amen. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.